Hello everyone, it's Edwin from Wake Up Learn, where we share inspirational stories, technology stories, and productivity tips to help you wake up your hidden talents. Stay tuned. Hello everyone, it's Edwin from Wake Up Learn. Today we'll talk about an introduction to robotics. It just occurred to me that we've been doing episodes on robotics and different pieces of robotics, but we've never done an intro segment on what exactly is robotics or what is a robot. So let's start. According to Wikipedia, a robot is a machine, especially one programmable by a computer, capable of carrying out complex series of actions automatically. Pretty good definition. Pretty much anything mechanical and has a computer in it and works by itself can be a robot. It can be a vacuum, such as your Roomba or Samsung robot that goes around the floor and vacuums up things. It could be some robots that ship things in Amazon or pack things up. It could be robots in a car factory that actually build the cars, or it could be a self-driving car. Or it could be spacecraft. Um, A lot of the spacecraft you see um, or hear about, they are forms of robots because they have to be able to maintain control, maintain attitude and articulation, not altitude, attitude, which is XYZ positioning, to keep in positions without direct human intervention because there's always a lag time whenever you send something out into space. The Mars rovers, lunar rovers, and there's also robots that are more humanoid, that look like people, arms, legs, head, torso, and like the Boston Dynamics robots, or like Robbie the robot or the Lost in Space robot. Or data on Star Trek, The Next Generation, which is an Android format, or R2-D2 or C-3PO from Star Wars, and many, or WALL-E from, of course, the movie WALL-E. So they're all types of robots that, whether they're real or fictional, or going to be fictional, all different types. There's little Dash robots and Lego robots and lots of kits. And now you probably can't, turn the TV on, surf the net without hearing about robots. Robots is really at its sweet spot which is which is really cool to see that, you know they're really starting to get a lot more traction you get a lot of processing power lots of computing power and the mechanics is improving. I mean, Boston Dynamics is always improving um, I've, you know, did a lot of posts, you know, even robot performing parkour, you know, certain type of acrobatics and a lot of interesting things. Um, still don't really have a home all-purpose robot, but hopefully that's coming. Um, hopefully don't be like the robots in iRobot, the movie. So let's, you know, how's a robot made? Let's give a general overview. Robots have basic components as parts of a robot. They all often have a power supply, just like your phone, 
some type of battery. You usually don't plug them in a wall because that would limit their space. I mean, unless it's just a robot that doesn't have to go anywhere, maybe a robot arm. Or an industrial robot's probably plugged into a power thing. It doesn't have a self-contained battery. Some form of locomotion way of getting around, whether it's wheels, often you see little robots on wheels or a self-driving car, or walking, you know, as I mentioned before, um, walking robots with legs that can lumber around two or four legs, maybe like Big Dog from Boston Dynamics or other, wow, I keep mentioning Boston Dynamics a lot, hope they hope their robots stay nice and don't become evil, as a common question I always get. Will robots take over? Only time will tell. So we got the power, we got locomotion, and now we have manipulators. Not someone that tries to control you, but more manipulators of arms, hands. Sometimes it could be a single robot arm that can pick in place, pick up things, pick up boxes, pick up a car door, paint a car door. Or it could be a hand with fingers that can grab or pick up a can of soda or pop, pick up a can of, you know, pick up anything um, with fingers. And there's lots of little kits that have fingers and things on them. I even have one from a company called Lou and Soul. Although it kind of tricked, caught me off guard. Of course, the interest of buying offline, I thought it was a little bigger. It's about the size of probably a toddler's arm. Um, and a hand has five fingers, uh, but a little small. Um, bigger than the robots on some of the mini little bipedal robots you see. I'm doing all the kind of small acrobatics, but not as full-size adult human hand or even a child's human hand. Um, but interesting nevertheless. There's about five little servo motors on it that control the um, each of the fingers. So you can also can't forget the most important part is the brain and that can be uh, any kind of CPU I mean people have made robots using a lot of the processing power in their compute in their phone or they can use a robot in their CPU in a, say a small microcontroller and a microcontroller is kind of another way of saying a small self-contained computer rather than a full, say, laptop or desktop with keyboard monitor. Microcontrollers generally don't have keyboards and monitors. They're just small computers, and they can connect to your laptop through a USB or even or Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. And there's lots of good kits. I mean, you may use um, kits called Raspberry Pi or Arduino, um, kits from Easy Robot. Some of the kits are Lego or VEX. They have lots of good microcontrollers and CPUs that give your robot smarts. The other most important part of a robot is its programming. I say most important because, of course, you can't have a program without a CPU. You can't have a CPU without power. You need a body to put it in. But without the program, it's really not a robot. It's just a piece that could just be a piece of electronics that's actually what makes it a robot is running these instructions now of course you could do something remotely remote control robots i mean the robot arm on the space shuttles or this international space station i mean that's a robotic arm but it's generally controlled by people it has sensors to help navigate um but 
Oh, and don't let me forget the drones, of course, which are really popular now. And they're a form of robot. And even though most of them are remote controlled, they still have a lot of control that they do themselves. Um, maintaining their positioning. They have built-in accelerometers and gyros or some kind of optical sensor to help them keep stable. And I've spoken a lot about drones in previous episodes where, you know, to fly and to position them, to get them to do things, they have lots of some automation just to make it easier. Now, there are some some early drones, there are even some low-cost drones that are straight fly-by-wire just straight remote control and they're very hard to fly but now you have drones that have a little bit of processing power in them and you just hit take off and they take off and fly level and you can just kind of direct them you can turn some of that off and it gets a little more tricky um, but you know that's another kind of fly aerial um drones but back to programming i mean you can program robots in any language that the cpu understand from python people have programming javascript in the olden days, you used to have to program things in assembly language. Actually, programmed <clears throat> robotic spacecraft Cassini. Um, that was in assembly language, uh, which is very slow, tedious programming, but it's very efficient for the speed since there's no compiler to go through. It doesn't have to be compiled. You can program in C, C++, pretty much any language that you understand. There are also languages that are good languages to learn programming for robotics, such as Scratch or Blockly for the Dash robots, which are, which are very similar, where they're a graphical language that you can drag blocks um, that have loops and variables, and they show you lots of displays. And there's also things like App Inventor, which was created by Massachusetts, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT App Inventor, that allows you to do a lot of programming and interfaces to some popular technologies such as Legos and other tools and you can even just hook it up to any other technologies and it has a nice graphical interfaces and feeds to you know the Android allows you to create apps on the Android platform um, but it has a, a block scratch type uh, interface that's really good for starting, especially students or early programmers, just to get the principles without having to struggle with the syntax of the of the language, I'm worrying about semicolons and other things. Let me know what you what next steps and what parts of robotics that you're interested in, and I'll try to focus on some of those areas. Take care. Uh-huh.